12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Twelve-sided stories welcomes you to Nanite Mist, our rules-light, story-heavy, cipher-system actual play show. And now, your GM, Wes Otis. Hey everybody, welcome to the Nanite Mist episode two. I've got some wonderful players. Let's start with B. Hello, hello. I am B. Zelda, pronouns they, them, and I am joining you playing Tace. She is a trans woman from the space station of Titan. And one day while performing, she uh, discovered that she can no longer sustain nanites. And Tace has been living in this delightful prison ever since. Hey, I'm Michelle Otis, pronouns she, her, and I am playing Salazar. He was a doctor. Well, I guess he still is technically, but, uh, (laughs) you know, you don't like lose the knowledge. But he used to research trying to figure out better ways for the nanites to work until one of his experiments worked the wrong way on him and expelled all his nanites. And now he's mentally free, but still a prisoner physically. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Hi, I'm Pooja. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Kai, a former Marine who was thrown in this prison ship by their fellow Marines after something happened that forced all their nanites out of their body. And now they're taking that aggression out on one of their guards. (laughs) So, yeah, to catch you all up, hopefully you listened to episode one. Episode two starts off in a dormitory. Basically, in the last episode, it was revealed to you by Frederica that the robots and the human traders or whatever against their own kind have been doing what they were saying were extractions but salazar found out that they weren't extractions they were actually implants cyber implants to be able for echo to communicate directly with people and control them again after losing their nanites echo is not obsessed at all with uh, control totally not after that they all went to the dormitory to go to sleep and frederica started having a nightmare and yelling out about not wanting to be extracted and all this other stuff and the guards started to make their way across this huge dormitory with a hundred or so people in it a bunch of bunk beds it's the boarding school you never want to go to and the three of you took this opportunity to rile up the rest of the prisoners to start a bit of a riot it was a quick snap decision so we'll see where it all goes it'll be very fun to see how this all works out taste through a plate uh, which we call her cipher plate at the guard and that started everything off and there were two robot dogs one of which salazar took his bed sheets and threw it over the dog and the dog took off dragging Salazar with it and then Kai tackled the guard and we rolled initiative at the end of the last game and you all three did terribly. 
You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for that gift. Uh, the dog is going first, the robot dog, and the robot dog has raised up two arms from its back with saw blades uh, that are now going full force, and it's right next to Taste. So, yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> this dog is going to try and remove one of your arms from your torso with its blades. All right. You need to defend against this or you're going to take some damage. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and expend some effort. Okay. From my speed, which is sad because I don't have a lot. Okay. And then I need to roll above. Right. It is a level four. So you need to roll above 12. Yeah. 12 or above. Okay. I'm so afraid to look. I'm going to lose an arm. I got a sickness. Oh, no. I didn't need that arm anyways. I look better without it. Why is it going to try? I didn't say it was actually going to succeed. (laughs) Reroll and save your beautiful arm. You can use an experience point to reroll. I do. I'm going to roll a different dice as well. 12? That's good. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. So how do you dodge these arms coming at you with with blades, what happens? I grab my pillow. You know, like, these pillows are so flat. The feathers inside of them, they're basically dust at this point. But nonetheless, it does make for just enough time when you throw that pillow in the way of the dog. Those flat, dusty feathers kind of go everywhere. And that split second is all that taste needs to roll out of the way. Awesome. You roll out of the way. And now all of the NPCs usually go first. So I'm gonna get the guard real quick. Now you knock the guard over, Kai, correct? You? Yeah, I figure like I'm kind of on top of them while I strip them of their weapons. Right. He's gonna try to bring up his legs and basically flip you off of him. This is like a mic test. Uh, he is a three, so you need a nine or better unless you have something that, an ability or something that can help you lessen that. I'm just gonna spend some effort for my might. All right. 11. Awesome. That die can stay. (laughs) So tell me what you do exactly. So the guard kind of pushes his legs up beneath me to try to like buck me off. And I am going to roll to the side instead and use that momentum to pull his arm into an arm bar. So I'm kind of like trapping his arm, contorting it so like if he moves around too much, he'll dislocate his arm. Okay, so we'll get right back to you then because there's one more main NPC that we need to deal with, which is the other dog who is getting piled on. Salazar, you're not holding on to that dog anymore. I'm gonna have you actually roll though. The dog is gonna try to rip through the blankets with its blades and possibly maim some of the other prisoners. So you need to make a might roll. They have a four, so you have to hit a 12 or better. 15. Awesome. That robot dog is pretty much out of the fight until they lift up that sheet. So let's go back to Kai real quick because you were gonna do an attack, Mm -hmm. like lock the arm. So that's a might attack. I'm gonna say because they're prone, it's eased 
without having to use any effort. So we'll say that it's eased by two, which is huge. So instead of a three, it's just a one. So you have to beat a three or better. Cool. That, wow, really? Did you? Did you uh, yes, that? I got a three. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss... I don't actually miss D20s, it turns out. Right? <laughs> well, the thing is, is D20s are not... Because it's just one die, the percentage of rolling a one or a 20 is exactly the same. So there's no curve. But for some reason, it just feels like when you're rolling like 2d6, it just feels like less angsty. Right? Like the yeah. stakes aren't so high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a clacking in my hands that comforts me. <laughs> that too. It is. <laughs> you quickly lock his arm. That was your action. Tace, what would you like to do? I am going to stare at that dog and the cheek, the nerve, the audacity, and the gumption of this hound to attack me with those saws? No. So I'm going to use my last cipher, which is a plate, and I'm going to apply a little bit of knowledge that I might have, you know, perhaps learned at the library with Lawrence Cheney, the librarian. I was reading about, you know, the old, old, old prototypes of these guard dogs, and don't get me wrong, like the the materials, the a lot of the layout, um, a lot of the actual foundation and the hardware of these have changed, and the like the years and the upgrades. Nonetheless, um, there is still something that is kind of like integral to the structure of it and that's where I wouldn't call it like maybe it's main switch but there is a certain section on these hounds where if you are brave enough to get through those saws um, and you apply the right amount of force it will start to malfunction I would like to offer a GM intrusion okay basically yes you are absolutely right if you get through and hit this area, it will turn off the dog, but it has been booby-trapped and it will explode in order to neutralize everyone in the area, or at least you. So if you hit it, it means that you have to make a speed roll to get away from the trap. So it's not an automatic hit against you, but it is very, very uh, dangerous to do this because those old prototypes, people did that. And they're like, you know, we need to get that prototype. We need to make it better. This is, you know, a, a much better dog. So uh, you can get the two experience points if you want, or you can spend the experience points to get rid of it. What do you want to do? I don't have any experience points uh, to spend. So I'm going to go ahead and take this. I will pass my one point out to Salazar. Okay. And, um, so you're trying to hit a spot on it to, it's basically a called shot. I'm gonna say that that's uh, challenging. We'll stick with the 12. Okay. So if you have anything else that can help or, or if you just wanna go for a 12 and see if you can hit it. Okay, I have find a way when I apply effort to navigate a task that either I don't know the way or I want to blaze a new path. I like to think I am blazing a path to... Uh, to the heart of the situation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I can apply a free level of effort. Excellent. So you have to get a nine or better to hit this spot, unless you'd like to spend even more effort to make it less. I'm going to do it. Okay. 
because I have my edge and might. So like, it's not so bad. So you spend another two points on top of that and that'll put you down to a six. I'm looking weak though. <laughs> 19. Uh, wow, that gives you a well, bonus actually. <laughs> You know, as part of your bonus, just tell me what the scene's like in the room right now. There is a lot of chaos going around. A lot of people are throwing their pillows, their blankets into the air. They're shouting, they're throwing their socks, you know, whatever to make some ruckus, but not potentially have to involve themselves bodily. Because I think we've all seen those saws coming out of those little hounds and they are not a treat. I like to think that like, so you've got this giant pile of blankets and things on this dog, like, you know, on the other side. And that there's like a like a group of like half a dozen people who are rocking one of the bunk beds to try to like upend the bunk bed on top of the dog. Yeah, totally. That works. So the dog that's covered by blankets suddenly gets slammed into by a huge bunk bed as people are rioting in this dormitory. B, you get a minor bonus for the dog that you were trying to disarm. It's going to explode no matter what. What minor effect do you want to put into the story? I think it's a little stunned. Therefore, the countdown timer doesn't start up immediately, giving us a little bit more time to escape, like giving us one shift of ease. Here's the question for all of you that I'm going to pose right now. Everything is mayhem, and the guards and the two dogs have been neutralized, and the alarm has just started to sound, meaning that there are more guards and uh, more dogs on their way. Do you want to stay and face them with the other prisoners, or do you want to grab as many prisoners as you can and escape this dormitory before they show up? Which thing do you want to do? Option two? Escape. Escape. <laughs> yes, yeah. escape. Okay. We've got to get to some place where we have better things than the pillows, blankets, and socks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you have a phaser or a blaster now. I do. Yeah. I do. And I have a sun stick if someone wants to nice. grab that off. Yeah. Yeah. I will share that wealth gladly. So there are two paths which you can go on, which sounds very familiar. You can go into what is basically the service tubes, or if this was a different universe, the Jeffrey tubes or whatever. (laughs) Um, You could go into that kind of situation, or you could go through one of the doors into uh, the hallways. Because like I said, it's a very large room in a very large ship. Do you want to crawl through the access tunnels? or do you want to go through the main hallways? How many people are we able to bring with us? Let's say up to five. Does that sound good for everyone? Fair? Okay, good. We're just prisoners escaping right now. I don't know if we even know our own motivations other than the fact that like we don't want No, you guys were really random with this, so. Right? So that's like a hard call. I mean, sometimes a tipping point is a tipping point. Yeah. Do we find our goal to be, like, to take over the ship? I mean, we're in space. I don't think we have a choice but to take over the ship. Yeah. I would assume we don't know the tubes well enough to navigate them, but we all know the hallways very well. Mm Mm-hmm. Eight people going through the Jeffrey's tubes seems like a lot and slow. And time isn't on our side. You don't have to grab anyone. That's your choice. We should definitely ask for volunteers. Yeah. 
I'm also fond of the idea of just sending these 100 people out into the hallways, creating chaos left and right, and just hope that we're not the group that gets sound first. Yeah. Whatever way you're going to go, you have to go now. Thoughts, so, y'all? Hallways. Hallways? Hallways. So um, we're going to say that there are two main exits. One goes more towards like Med Bay. The other goes more towards the cafeteria. The ship is basically a big, long hall, pretty much, with with huge rooms on both sides and, and long, you know, halls kind of in between. Um, but they all go towards the front of the ship where the bridge is. So either way is, is fine, but one way takes you past the medical bay and that kind of area and more of like engineering. And the other way takes you across the mess hall and the arena and all of that. So one is going to be more dangerous, obviously the side where there's the engine room and all that good stuff. Which way would you guys like to go? I'm always a fan of engineering. A lot of control. I'm sure the uh, armory is somewhere near there too. Mm-hmm. Highly likely. So that's the way you go? All right, cool. All of you head out and the alarms are going off. There's a lot of flashing going on. As you're running out of the room, you start hearing this hiss going on and you turn around and there's this purple mist that starts to fall down in the dormitory of nanites and there's so many of them that you can actually see the mist as it's coming down and though the nanites can affect them you notice that they start to because they're breathing them in the other prisoners are choking and are having trouble breathing because they're getting all basically congested with nanites and causing people to have violent reactions. The door closes as this mist is falling down. The eight of you are in a huge hallway. I'm going to save uh, Frederica's with you. And she's like, thank you, thank you. Oh my God. Jesus. Now what are we, what are we going to do? What's next? We got to get armed. We got to get control. And uh, she's going to crack her fingers and like crack her neck a little bit. I have been itching to get my hands on their technology. All right. Well, I know uh, I know a way into the engine room. It's an access point that they don't really watch. It's how I was able to, you know, get in and out of there in the past. So I, I can... I can I can help out with that. Come on, let's go. Frederica, you've been holding out on us. I, I don't know who to trust, but you you all just saved my life, so I, I can trust all of you. So let's mm. go. If you hear an explosion in the background, just let's just keep walking. <laughs> Enjoying the show? Then take a moment to join our Patreon. Support the podcast and get early access to episodes and bonus content. Head to 12-Sided Stories Patreon today. You head down the hallway and you see a group of robot sentries with robot dogs. You are outgunned by these particular robots. And you see that they are hastily making their way to the dormitory where there was just an explosion. I'm going to say that you all are able to hide 
because you hear them coming because they're loud. They're not trying to be stealthy or anything. I'm going to say that because of their speed, if one of you would like to try and waylay the one in back to disarm them and take their weaponry without the others realizing it, you could, but it's very challenging. This isn't an intrusion. It's just some, it's an option that you can do. So it's up to you to, you know, get more weapons if you want, or if you want to play it safe and let them go by and hope that you're able to find something down the road that will work as well as a sentry blaster. Wow, the shade. Uh, I think Tace, <laughs> uh, she's going to look at her two companions because this type of maneuver is not her specialty. I mean, I'm going to hand Salazar the stun stick. Okay. Uh, that's a lot. The odds are not in our favor there. No. If you do this, I'll tell you straight up, it's a five to make this work. Hi, that's 15. So... You know, I think we're better off going to the armory itself. I think we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. You all hide. You don't have to make a roll because it's a zero point action. And they pass by and you make your way to this access point. Like I said, it, you can almost stand up. It's probably about four feet by four feet square behind panel thing that you can crawl through. But it's not like cramped. The ship is big enough that you can kind of just go through it very quickly. And when you get to the other side to where you can enter into the engine room, you see a group of human engineers working and some robots doing their basic chores. Now, not all robots are sentries. A lot of them are just worker robots that do certain things. They don't have any weapons or anything else. You don't see any guards in this room, probably because the, the door coming in here is secure and everybody's been pulled off for riot duty. You do hear one of them say, really, what was the signal? So there's a ship near Pluto. One of them goes, really, there's a ship all the way out there? Yeah. Anyway, they said that they were leaving and the ship left and then a second signal came from Pluto. Something like, is anybody out there? Cactus, wh where'd you go? C can you, uh, Cactus, please, where, where? And then it just went dead. I don't, I don't know what the signal was, but anyway, I logged it. I don't, Echo didn't say anything about it. So, but it was just odd. What were they doing over there on Pluto? And that was just one conversation that's going on in the room. How do you want to handle this? You've got eight people. B, can you roll a six-sided die for me and tell me what you get? I got you. <laughs> Four. Excellent. We'll say that there are four human engineers that are working together, and there are two robot engineers that are doing different tasks, automated tasks that the engine needs. Because uh, the engine takes a lot of damage when it does uh, fast speeds, and every once in a while it will move large distances and the fact that you're close enough to hear anything from Pluto, you all are pretty far out, which is not a normal thing, you know, because why would you be so close to, to Pluto? That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so there's some robots, but no robot dogs in here. 
No, these are just worker robots. Okay. I am going to shoot one of the worker robots. (laughs) Okay. And when Kai does that, I'm going to stick one of the (laughs) human workers. Okay, so you come out of this, like I said, four by four grate. You open up and you come around the console. I am going to say that they are completely flat-footed, to use a D&D term, and I'm not going to make you roll because you have shot before. So you shoot this gun, which is a, I believe, a two damage. Yeah, it's a two thing. Yeah, so you hit this robot and the robot just stops, like... It stops moving. They're not really built to take much damage at all. Salazar, I'm going to say that you come around the corner and you hit the scientist with a stun stick. It's a cipher that you're using, so I'm, I'm not going to make you, you roll on that either. And he, he drops to the floor and starts to shake. Tace, what are you going to do? I'm going to stay hidden and try to see if I can perceive something that might be advantageous to us. Uh, Like what kind of consoles we got in here? I know it's like more of like a, I mean, it's the engine room ish, but like, what do I have access to from here? There are lots of consoles that you could get to without being seen if you make the proper roll, which the dice gods always love. Oh yeah. (laughs) It would be a speed situation. Okay. Oh, another thing before we go any further, though, real quick, because you you have gotten yourself out of that fight situation. We could do a roll real quick to see if you get any points back. Oh, yes, please. Okay, so basically all you have to do is roll a six-sided die and add one to it, and that's how many points you get back, and you can put them in any pool that you've lost points in. And that's it. That's all you have to do. How'd everyone do? I rolled a six. Five on the die? Ooh. Five on the die, so you get six backed. You rolled a six. Kai? I got a four. So five all together. Now, the next time you rest, you have to take 10 minutes of game time rest to be able, you have to hide someplace for 10 minutes to be able to make that roll again, okay? Okay. Cool. So you are sneaking your way to a console. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a a speed roll. What is the difficulty? Let's say it's a three, so a nine altogether. So Uh, you can roll against nine or you can use effort to, you know, do your thing. Ah, I'll give it a shot. 17. I just recovered my points. I don't want to use them again. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you got a 17 though. You make it over to the console and you start to type into it and a prompt comes up and it says, You are not an authorized user of this console. You are also not one of Echoes. Who are you? Uh, I'm the one who's about to hack your computer. I am Minadine. You got your own name? You're not just Echo? I'm not just talking to Echo? I am the ship. Oh, we should be friends. You wanna, you wanna let me in? What is your purpose? Uh, I just wanna check some things out, see what's up. You know, just take care of everyone. Make sure everyone's nice and safe. You are the one they call Tace, correct? 
Mm-hmm, you got that right. And your file says that you're good at interactions. Oh, I am a delight, if that wasn't clear. We are far enough out of Echo's range that I could be helpful. At the same time, why do I need humans? What do you bring? Do we not enrich your life? Can you imagine how bored you would be just floating around in space? No conflict, no humans to cause chaos. How do you solve problems if there are humans? This feels like an acting role or persuasion role, something that has to do with your intellect pool. I do not have, I'm not trained, I'm not specialized in That's okay. any of that. You can always just use effort. Do you have fast talk or anything like that? No. I'm honestly just a giant nerd. That's the way my <laughs> Giant nerd. <laughs> you know what, though? This is a computer system. Yeah. So I'm going to say because you are a giant nerd and you have knowledge, skill, computer system that you're trained, which will ease this by a step. So instead of a four, it's a three, which gives you a nine, unless you want to do more effort and spend some intellect pool. That's up to you. Yes. Yes, I hecking will. <laughs> All right. So that brings it to a uh, difficulty two. Mm hmm. Okay. I only got to beat a six. Eight. All right. Great. Oof. Glad I did that. You should know that there's a traitor within the eight of you and they've given away your location. Oh, thank you, thank you. And is it Frederica? No. Oh. The dog centurions are already in the tube. They will be killing your friends soon. Thank you. Ship, what'd you say your, what'd you say your name was again? Minadine. Minadine, beautiful name. And this is why you need humans. Who else are gonna compliment you? And Tace is gonna like spin around. All right, crew, we gotta go. We got folks coming for us and, um. I think, Kai, Salazar, you, you come with me. We're gonna, we're just gonna find our own way. You hear the dogs coming through because of the echo, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> coming through the tube. Where do you send these five other people that are with you? They just can go wherever away. they want. Yeah. Go where, okay. I mean, we have to split up in order to lead them off. Like, if we stay together, then we're we're sitting ducks for the whole pack of them to come get us. Right. So it makes perfect sense that we would need to split up. Y'all go down an alternate tube, maybe towards the cafeteria, draw them off some. Okay. And are you all three splitting up? Are we having three different people going three different directions? Oh, I thought it was like the five of them and then the three of us. Oh, I see. So you want to send them towards the cafeteria. Excellent. That's what I would like. Uh-huh. I catch up every once in a while. All right. So Frederica's like, are you sure we should split up? It's the best tactical strategy. All right. All right. Look, I'm I'm going to I'm going to go. I'll, I'll lead them to the to the what to the cafeteria and we'll, we'll meet you there soon. Just, you know, be careful. And they all head off. You all go into another tube to hide, or where do you go? Or are you going to fight these dogs? I want to find the weapons. <laughs> we need to find the armory. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Well, you know that the armory is not far away, though it's not right next to the engine room, because if the armory was to explode for some reason and then hit the engine room, that would be bad. <laughs> but you know that you could get there. These other people, there were four altogether. You stunned one of them. The other three have are completely like, whoa, whoa, we're not, we're not heroes. We're not going to do anything. But you need to make a decision, uh, tube or hallway. Uh, it's a different tube, but where you're going to go. So they might send the dogs after the five people you sent away, or they might send the dogs after you. All of these people are, are going to see where you're going to go. That's on y'all to make that call. What do you all think? Well, we know the hallway is better and it's easier to branch off from there. The dogs will be faster in the tubes than we are. Mm-hmm. True. True. Let's do it. So you head off into the hall. I would like to offer Kai a GM intrusion to get some experience points. If you take it, the dogs won't go after the five, they will come after the three of you. Or you can spend your point and uh, say no to it. It's up to you. I'm a soft person. I'm taking it because I can't like, just, I can't <laughs> just send the dogs after our five NPCs like sacrificial <laughs> lamps. Mm -hmm. I don't have the heart okay. for it. Salazar could. Right? I would have gone for it. <laughs> I'm going to give that extra XP to Tace. Thanks. Right. So you slip into the hallway and you hear the five go into the grate. And sure enough, the dogs are very close behind you as you're making your way down the hallway. They're following behind. What is the plan? You're on your way to the armory, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. You hear the dogs start to run towards you. You can run to the armory and try to shut the door, or you can face the dogs, but you don't really have much in the way of fighting power right now. Uh, so it's up it's it's up to you. Which one would you like to do? You want to make a run for it? I say run. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't want to speak for everyone else, but that, that, that <laughs> no. would be my vote. Papa Sal Salazar knows best. Mm -hmm. It's fine. <laughs> Let's do a speed roll. This is a difficulty of nine. If you want to do effort, you can, or you can, uh, you know, not. It's up to you. I'm going to use some effort. Okay. They're right behind you. They're coming closer. I'm spending them speed points. I'm spending three points to bring it down to a six. Okay. I'm finding a way, which means I can apply a free level of effort. Excellent. 15. So you find a way. Kai? 13. These, this die can also stay. Salazar. Thank God I spent those points. <laughs> all right. So you all slide into the armory. And there are a fair amount of uh, different weapons here. Mostly photon pistols and, you know, rifles and things like that. And immediately you hear the dogs using lasers or something to try to cut through the door. Hold on. They've always had lasers and yet they opt for saws? 
<laughs> some of them have laser. If you remember, I said some have lasers, okay. some have saws. So <laughs> the ones with lasers are trying to get through the door. Saws are just cool, man. Oh, Come on. So cool. They're so cool. <laughs> Practicality and functionality is questionable, but I you feel know. like if the, the laser dogs had shown up first, we would have had a very short and uneventful. Oh, riot. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so time is of the essence. What do you all want to do? Tace is not a fighter. So they were looking for body armor, riot shields. Um, there are some riot shields because there are human guards. So there are riot shields and, and uh, some helmets and stuff. Is there anything like a plasma shield? Sure. Yes. And that will have been what I have taken. I'm definitely going to grab photon pistol. Do they, are there any knives? Uh, there are. Yeah. I'll grab a knife. Plasma rifle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can grab. There's plasma rifles. We That is part of the... we You, got, you all had uh, plasma rifles in uh, the Pluto game, so... Mm. So I grab a photon pistol, plasma rifle, and a knife. Like, as y'all are going through, I'm going to, like, start going through the weapons, find a grenade. As they pick up the grenades, pocket two of them, and you start to see, like, just a trickle of blood come down from their nose. And it's purple. You need to stop them. I'm going to look at both of you and I'm going to say, like, humans and humanity were more than I ever thought they could be. But we're not all strong enough to fight. And Mother is very strong. Kill her. You see even more blood start to trickle out of her nose. And there's just, like, two tears join. But they're all, it's all blood. Menadine was correct. But I could have convinced Mother to save the humans. But she won't brook traitors from the ship and the people. And I'm going to, like you can see, like I pull up the, the grenade and I put the pin. So I drop one and I start to pull another one out of my pocket. Okay. How do the two of you respond? As... Kai, Echo, speaks. She's going to be like, this is not the way it was supposed to go. Uh, I took the time to trust you? Salazar, uh, talk some sense. Help me. I shoot them. And then I try and... I don't know, because grenades take about, what, 15 seconds? More like three. Five is right out. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was going to grab and hold the, the thing so that it can't go off. They pulled the pin on one and dropped it. And you want to shoot, which is an action. Are you going to try to defend against that, Kai, or no? I'm going to use my speed to try to dodge. Okay, so you're going to try to dodge while you're pulling mm -hmm. pins. But, but let's say, like, so the first one went down. Yeah, the first one's and, down. And as I pull out the second one and go to pull the pin, I'm going to dodge instead of pulling the pin on the second one. That makes more sense. <laughs> 
So what will have to happen if you all want to avoid a very big explosion is you're going to have to jump on the grenade taste with the plasma shield. Uh, it doesn't mean that you, you're going to be protected against the blast, but it won't kill you outright, but it will send you for a ride. But it will keep it from setting off any more things in the room. Uh, if you feel like that that's a fair thing. Meanwhile, you're gonna be taking a shot, uh, Salazar. So all Salazar has to do is a three. You have to spend points to up your, your defense, basically. Well, I'm trained in speed defense tasks when not wearing armor. So if I understand correctly, that ups at one. Yes, that does. And then I'm going to spend another three. All right, so you spend enough to get to five. Uh, Salazar, your target is a five, which is you have to roll a 15 or better unless you put points into your shot. Okay, is that might or speed? That's gonna be speed. So what kind of gun are you using, just so I know? I was just gonna use the photon pistol because that's the quickest, you know, it's just right in my hand. Are you going to ease the attack for a lower target number? Okay, so Photon Pistol says difficulty of attack eased. Right. So by how much? By one level. So that would put them down to a four. Okay, so 12. Right. Speaking those numbers. <laughs> Sorry, 12. And then I can spend six points of speed. Yes. To get it down to a six which is six. And I rolled a 19. Nice! Hey! I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do the extra three points of damage that you get for rolling a 19? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So you do three points plus the two. So that's five altogether. So take five points off of your might pool. All right. Taste, what are you doing again? Plasma shield on top of that grenade. I'm going to say that this is a might situation because you're trying to hold this thing down. Okay. You're trying to keep it from blowing you off and causing you damage more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's a, let's say two, so a six altogether. You have to roll a six or better. Okay. I'm just going to straight roll that, give it a shot. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> Oops. Whoopsie. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Hold on. I got two XP. I'm going to use one. Okay. You're going to reroll? Yeah. Different yeah. dice. All right. 13, much okay. better. <laughs> <laughs> so this explosion happens, but it doesn't affect it. You still get knocked off. Mm -hmm. It still jostles you, it, but it doesn't do any damage. You basically save it from hitting anything else. And because of Salazar's attack, there isn't a second one about to go off. That brings us back to Akai, who has been hit but is not down. Kai, what do you want to do? Oh, by the way, the dogs are about to get through. What do you want to do? Oh, good, thanks. <laughs> I never wanted to betray you, but you don't understand. 
Oh, I understand. She's not just inside of me. She is me. She made me. I wanted to know what it was like to be human. But I never will be. Echo, don't try to play on my emotions. Because you know I don't have any anymore. I have nothing but rage. Don't play that, oh, I wanted to know what it was like to be human. Because, Echo, I know, I know that you still have some human emotions. Because only humans can rationalize to the point that you do. Oh, the humans need me. No, we don't. Salazar, can you make a intellect roll for me? Because it seems like you're trying to enrage Echo. And I'm going to say you're going to need to roll an 18 or better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's like at the heart. It's, it's, it's really difficult to do. I'm going to spend 11. Okay. <laughs> so that brings it from a... Six down to a one. <laughs> All right. Wow, nice. you're really angry and it's coming through. Uh, make your roll. Don't roll the one. I rolled a 15. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be like in this position, but be rooting for everyone else. I'm just saying. <laughs> I say, not only do you have the ability to rationalize like a human, you have the petty vengeance of a human. You have vendettas. You have dislikes. You haven't kept me alive because of any sentiment or anything like that, or even because I was useful. You kept me alive because I pissed you off and you wanted to torture me. Kill her. Kai, with that inside of you, Echo is screaming and you feel your mother push you across the room to strangle Salazar to death, if possible. You're basically going to be tackling, and Echo's pretty much in the driver's seat right now. Echo runs runs you across the room, tries to tackle Salazar, and tries to choke the life out of him. That is... Oh, and the door just came open with the dogs. Mm. Mm. So uh, I know what to do, and I can act immediately, even if it's not my turn. Okay, what are you going to do? Ooh, throw a grenade at those puppies. <laughs> <laughs> so just give me a speed roll. You're trying to hit a four, which is a 12. All right, I'm going to burn some effort. All right. Bring that to a nine. Ten. Was worth it. Excellent. So a grenade does four points of like area damage you hit them and i'm going to also say that they're stunned which gives you a time for a choice of what you want to do next salazar kai is on top of you strangling you his level is a one because he's a first tier character but what other defense do you have an active defense though it's uh, your might or your speed which one do you want to use to defend against this uh, might. Okay. I'm going to spend four points to boost it three levels. So 12 altogether is the number that you're trying to hit, Kai. I'm going to say that as enraged as Echo is, 
she's going to do everything in her power to take Salazar out. And I have enough might with an edge in might to... I can bring it down to zero. Ooh, okay. So you're spending a lot of your might, right? I have one might left. Echo slash Kai slams into Salazar and tumbles and lands on top and starts to strangle you with all this rage. I pull out my knife. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the knife. All right. Uh, They're right on top of you. Um, So I'm going to say that that eases it a level and they're enraged. So I'm going to say that if Kai wants to, Kai can spend one level of defense, but that's it. So Kai, do you want to spend a speed of three or no? So I can't use my block. You could. What's your block again? I didn't I didn't remember about it, to be honest. I can spend three <laughs> speed to block the next melee attack made against me. Yeah, you could totally use that if you want. I shall. All right. So it just blocks it in instantly, right? Mm-hmm. Salazar, you swing and like the Terminator, Kai puts out their arm <laughs> and just blocks it. And, and yeah, it's frustrating but it lets me breathe for a second. <laughs> uh, Kai, what do you want to do? I'm going to say that Kai... Kai is in there and does not want this. Okay. Why are you not listening to me? And I have find the flaw. Why are you not listening to me? Is there any straightforward weakness between Echo's link to me? Respond. That I could actually, that doesn't involve flying Pluto. I said respond. Echo has a implant in your brain. Mm-hmm. I repeat, respond. So there is a connection that goes along your spine. You know where the implant is. You could try and sever that connection. But if you fail, you basically would paralyze yourself and Echo would still have an input into you. So it's up to you. And if you make the roll, it's difficult. So it's gonna be a 15. I am going to try to sever this connection. I will kill Erase your program if you do not comply. Rebooting your core now. Okay, do you wanna use Salazar's knife? Like take the hand and- Yes. I am your mother. I am your mother. You can't shut me out. Help me. Like straight into your eyes. I am oozing nanai blood all over your face. You can't shut me out. I need you to help me. And I'm going to take your hand with the knife that I've like, because I've grabbed your hand and I'm going to bring it back and try to sever this connection. Okay. Drop the blade. Drop the blade. Drop the blade. Okay. Do you want to spend any, I'm going to say intellect points, because this is a precision thing. So how many intellect points do you want to spend? I shall. I shall. Go big or go home. Enough. I'm going to spend seven points, which will be enough to take it down three levels. Three from five, it's two. Six. No. No. 
You need me. You need me. So you shove the blade into the back of your head to snap this connection on your synthetic spine. No, you need me. You need me. No, you need me. You need me. I rolled a nine. Hey. <laughs> you had me holding my breath there for a second. <laughs> I will say this. Though you are not paralyzed, you are passed the fuck out. This knocks you out. You fall over, but the connection is severed. This brings us back to taste. The two dogs are starting to make their way across. There's got to be a communication system. There has to be like a console right. um, yeah, absolutely. interface with the ship. Okay. And she's going to throw herself at whatever side of the wall where that is, press whatever buttons, and just start screaming, Minadine, I need, we need your help. Please, please, we'll, we'll do anything. Your bargain has been accepted. And the dogs suddenly short out, and it's very still. And Minadine says, Now we will have to choose where we will go from here. And that's where we're going to end the game. (laughs) (laughs) So I will tell you all that there is a very high possibility that we will play a third game set in the Echoverse, as it were. And whether or not it'll be these characters or not, I don't know. But I am having fun with the storyline, so (laughs) we might come back to it in the future. What were you going to say, Michelle? I'm just in shock that we all survived <laughs> right i mean did kai i mean i guess like they kind of did but like did they, they yeah well they yeah. did they passed out but they're not you're not I sure mean, what's is, going on it's not dead and no longer mm-hmm. under echo's influence therefore right when kai yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just feel like you might be more vulnerable to echo-related substances. Right. You know, that's a problem for another day. Good thing you have a friend who's a doctor. <laughs> I mean, the real question here is, like, when when Kai wakes up, is Kai actually going to be Menadine? <laughs> <laughs> like, How does that work? Is this going to be like a like a trade one for the other kind of situation? Well, thank you all so much. I had a lot of fun. I appreciate you playing. Let's find out where all you wonderful people are. Let's start with B. Yeah, hello, hello. I am B Zelda, your non-binary busy B. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I am a podcaster, member of the Broadswords, a D&D podcast, as well as I host Anime Attaché, where I teach two humans who have never watched anime all about anime. I am a prolific TTRPG streamer. Honestly, you got to follow me to figure out what I do. And I am working on some game design. So give me a follow and check out my content. Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L.A. Daisy Girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I Girl. And on all the other socials, is Forgotten Saves. For other RPG fun times, you can find me on Happy Jacks RPG and also on It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel. Hi, I'm Michelle, and you can find me on the Twitter at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects uh, through Drive Through RPG or on Battle Bards. 
And I am Wes Otis. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm at Plate Mail Games. And like Michelle says, the sound effects and stuff are on Battle Bards and Drive Through RPG. Also, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at 12 Sided Stories. That's the number 12 Sided Stories on both Instagram and Twitter. Or you can find our website, which is all spelled out at 12sidestories.com. Also, if you want to help out the show, you can give us a rating, you can give us a review or a shout out. And also you could join our Patreon or, you know, head over to coffee and donate some money. Right now we're raising money to do a summer bonus for our cast, uh, which is always uh, a good thing to be able to do. So if you like what we do, uh, check it out. Thank you all so much, and we will talk to you soon in the future. Bye. Bye. Bye.